Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Red Bull RB20 has scarily already won the 2024 season. And it seemingly has been able to do that without so much as turning on the engine. The biggest thing I was able to glean from the launch era of the F1 2024 season is that the teams trying to take Red Bull down a peg or two are now left doubting themselves. All of which having not even properly tested their cars yet. By the way, F1 testing is this week and I am so excited. Cars on a track! The team has done what it can to completely blow away the competition who had probably hoped for some chance of catching up the team that utterly dominated in 2023, the most convincing example of this since 1988 when McLaren did it. Usually in development cycles, the grid tends to bunch up as teams decide that one idea is the best and they all decide to come up with that idea as well. Things converge, they all meet in the middle, diminishing returns happens for the top team, and then you just get this one glorious hole where lap times aren't all that much different. Which is exactly what Mercedes's James Allison is hoping for. Or probably more likely praying for. Him stating that the convergence near the end of 2023 implied that this era of regulation has a clear upper limit, unlike other eras, which Red Bull are close to reaching, and the rest of the grid will compress to the point where lap times that top and prop the table will be measured by nearly half a second. And we have seen in 2023 countless Q1 sessions where the grid between 1st and 16th is about 7 tenths or so, so one little mistake can easily send you out of Q1. It's that close. That, coupled with Adrian Newey's comments a couple of weeks back on the Talking Bull podcast with Nicola Hume. Nicola Hume? Excellent presenter, by the way. I take many cues from her. I'm inspired by her. He did commend Max Verstappen as being the differentiator in the latter part of the season, because as we saw in Brazil, the MCL60 was the fastest car based on F1's FP2 analyses. Albeit not by much, but the grid had caught up to Red Bull on a mechanical level. But Max Verstappen was the difference between winning and not winning, and of course, meaning that Red Bull didn't have to provide any last-minute upgrades and they could fully focus on the 2024 car, and apparently, according to some rumours, the 2025 car as well. Indeed, what kept them at the front was 
The Max Factor. But seriously, my goodness, the RB20 though. <laughs> With one launch event, Red Bull did all it needed to do to send its opponents scurrying back to the drawing board and second-guessing themselves. Whether or not the path they took was the right path to take, or they left something out in their minds and they've forgotten to put it down onto paper, and whether the last few months, the entire winter, have been a complete waste of time, all of this panicking is exactly what Red Bull wants. Maybe some teams might think that following the RB19's concept was not the right thing to do, when Red Bull not only changed the car, but also adopted the concept that Mercedes had developed in 2023 and dropped effectively as soon as the Bahrain Grand Prix ended, all in a very public fashion, may I add, with that letter. In the midst of all that negativity and pessimism toward the W14, that it was not the magic bullet to get them back up the grid again, then immediately rendering that concept a dud and the public seemingly thinking it's a complete and utter lemon of a car, nobody batted an eyelid about it. No one was paying attention to it. That is until Adrian Newey got his clipboard out and decided to keep on paying attention to it, regardless of what the public thought of it. Because as we saw, by the time we got to the Monaco Grand Prix, Mercedes had reverted to type and stuck to a more conventional side pod design. And it was a bit of a franking car, honestly. Then we get some rumblings that Adrian Newey had been paying attention to the W14, the Mercedes concept, for quite some time. Not necessarily committing to it wholesale, but it lived rent-free in its head unlike the Ferrari concept, which he had dismissed as not really worth his time. In fact, you could even take Adrian's fascination with the concept back to the W13 from 2022, where it did win a race and had moments of competitiveness and consistency in the hands of George Russell at the beginning of the season. You know, when he basically finished in the top five in every single race up until Silverstone, where he probably would have done the same thing had he not been involved in Zhou Guan Yu's accident at Turn 1, and seemingly, according to Drive to Survive, the only noteworthy thing Zhou Guan Yu did that year. Newey admitted that he was tempted to take a closer look at the Mercedes concept as something that he hadn't thought of and something that he did respect, something that hadn't come into his head out of his own improvisational skills. Newey admitted that he was tempted to look closer at the Mercedes concept just in case they had something brewing under the surface that maybe a little bit more development might have unleashed, but in the end, he decided not to take that gamble with Red Bull and stuck to his gut feeling of just going with what they had been developing with the RB18 and just evolving it from there. According to some news outlets, he was a little bit frustrated and a little worried as to why Red Bull was going softly, softly in the midst of convergence in this era of regulations. Probably was sandbagging, big teams do tend to do that. Mercedes, infamously over the last few years, you could describe that Adrian Newey thought the Zeropod concept was a good idea. And he admitted that it was a very clever way of interpreting the 2022 regulations. It was a loophole that he hadn't thought of. And over his time in Formula One, Adrian Newey has been quick to appreciate all of the loopholes and discoveries in aerodynamics that he hadn't previously thought of, or he had dismissed as not being worth his time. The double diffuser of 2009 being a very noteworthy example. And something that Ross Braun, in the book that he co-authored with Adam Parr, Total Competition, stated that, it was offered effectively to all of the teams on a silver platter, as all of the teams in an engineering group were trying to find ways of cutting downfalls by 50% for 2009 and getting rid of all of those messy aerodynamic bits which were drowning the car entirely. 2008 was an absolute minefield with all of those winglets and Ugh, it was getting a little bit messy. Ross Braun was explaining the basics of the double diffuser in plain sight, and then most of the teams just completely ignored it, including Newey. 
only the likes of Williams and Toyota took heed of what Ross Braun was saying and ran with the double diffuser concept. Adrian Newey did admit in hindsight that it was a bit of a mistake not pursuing the double diffuser because he assumed that it would have been banned, so it wasn't worth putting on the RB5, at least initially. But when they did, it turned out to be a very good car, if not by the end of 2009, the fastest car. But with the RB20, you get the feeling that this is Adrian Newey deciding to have a go at the itch that has been pestering him since 2022, and just simply try his own interpretation of the W13 and 14. But I think it's becoming painfully obvious that the RB20 is simply not a tweak of the RB19, which was a tweak of the RB18. I remember looking at the RB19 last year, the first impressions, and I really could not tell the difference from the RB18. It looked practically the same, and the same livery did not help. But this year, though, I can tell a difference. I am not an aerodynamicist. I'm not an engineer at heart, but I can tell there's something new here. Save from Oracle's money being draped all over the side pods, of course, because that does make a big difference in terms of overall design. Something I do know. All of this is an exercise of Adrian Newey flexing his creative muscles, and something that we have seen throughout his entire career going all the way back to his first full-on car, the Leighton House of 1988. In his own words, he was looking at what was being made at the end of the turbo era of the late 80s, and viewed them all as crudely designed cars which relied on pure grunt to get around a track. And so to combat this, they needed a car which could outclass the brutes in the corners to make up for their non-turbo engines. And thusly, the 881 was born, and it turned out to be extremely competitive from a team that had far fewer members of its staff than other big teams. They even managed to get some silverware with Ivan Capelli. All the big teams with their bigger resources simply just ploughed money into copying the Leighton House, and that meant that McLaren could continue their domination all the way through to 1991. Throughout his entire Formula One career, Adrian Newey has been observing the grid from front to back. Sometimes you might find a gem at the back of the grid. Or in the case of Mercedes, their concept with the cannons and the zero pod turned out to have some potential, and it did intrigue Adrian Newey, despite the public backlash against it, and Mercedes themselves deeming it an utter failure and putting it in the bin, with all of the pressure coming from all of the sides. Just look at things that pique your interest, regardless of where it is on the grid, and that turned out to be a good idea seemingly, and Adrian Newey's done his own interpretation of it. And if this concept turns out to be good and manages to not only work, but surge Red Bull back to the top in equal fashion of 2023 in terms of speed and performance, then this could be the thing that throws their competition into complete and utter disarray for the rest of this regulation cycle. And especially Mercedes, their fiercest rival in 2021, essentially just going, you had it. You, you had the thing that could have beaten us and then you dropped it because everyone told you to. Why did you do There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That, because 
Adrian came up with something better. Oh my goodness, I mean, Mercedes right now must be so desolate in the background. If this turns out to be good and fast, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Mercedes suddenly come up with an upgrade that goes back to their concept and then gets the tweak from the RB20. You know, maybe we might get B or another change of concept for 2025. They're fourth in as many years. What are the grid going to do now? Do they just carry on with the RB19 concept of evolve it? Do they stick to their guns and just do whatever they want to do? Or do they just simply give up now because Red Bull has now run rings around them and adopted things that Mercedes had dropped? And what would be the point of changing their concept again and just... They may as well just go to 2026 and develop from there and try again in a new regulation cycle. So in a way, Red Bull has already won. It's probably sent their competition for a loop and getting them now starting to second guess themselves. Forget about this regulation cycle. Let Red Bull go and rule the roost for another couple of seasons and then try again in 2026 when things reset. And then hopefully the hierarchy might change a bit. This paralysis will either spark completely new ideas to come from the entire grid or the teams just just doing nothing whilst Red Bulls saunter off into the distance, having left their competition scrambling to figure out what the right course is for the next two years. All of this done thanks to a leaked photograph from Silverstone and one single launch event. We all thought that Red Bull had lost their marketing chops with B-Carb's existence. Well, no, they managed to claw that right back with the RB20's reveal. And <laughs> okay, are you sitting comfortably? Well, turns out we might not be done yet. Red Bull might be even faster. According to some sources via motorsport.com, what we saw in Milton Keynes might not be around for much longer. This RB20 might be merely a placeholder when the real Mercedes homage will break cover for Suzuka, which is now in April instead of October, down to the fact that F1 has changed their calendar to make it more sustainable, so they stay roughly in the same area of the world for a little bit longer instead of just darting about all over the place for thousands of miles, and you know, they're doing their bit for the planet, which means that we get Suzuka much earlier. And in the case of that, I love Suzuka, so I am okay with this. But why Suzuka, though? Why are they bringing this upgrade for then? Well, it's simply down to the fact that Suzuka is nowhere near as hot as the likes of, well, the desert and Melbourne. The average temperature in March is about 24 degrees, and by the time they get to Suzuka, it's about 5 degrees less. So cooling the engine down is not nearly as much of a priority. Teams don't have to worry as much about whether the cars will run hot, and therefore this more compact engine design, their zero-pod interpretation, can then be implemented without worry. Red Bull's W14 tribute act will be put on display and rub further salt into the wound for Toto. I'm not saying that this means that W15 will be bad by default, but it will imply that with the W14 being dropped entirely and a new concept being implemented, then Mercedes might have left performance on the table had they pursued their concept but that little bit longer. That they might have been onto something. But then because of all the pressure from all the sides, from externally and internally, from the board, from Lewis Hamilton, from George Russell, from all the other people, that might have meant that they had to just drop it because they had to. Red Bull decided to just pick up the pieces and go from there. Which means that the W14 might be the inspiration for what we might get as the zenith car of this regulation cycle. The fastest car out of these set of rules. Which in the case of 2021 was the RB16B and the W12. Both are fastest by a clear margin. I don't want to get into favouritism here about which one was fastest. They were both good. I, I don't want to get into 2021 debates right now. Also, that motorsport.com piece reveals a loophole Red Bull found in the regulations which seemingly bypassed the ATR restrictions it had in 2023, thanks to the cost cap breach in 2021. That there's supposedly no ATR restrictions regarding, and uh, okay, I'll just put this on screen for you, wind tunnel testing solely for the development of power unit heat exchangers that reject heat to air, 
or the running of the power unit from a boundary commencing at the power unit air intake ducts. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, I know. That's jargon. Okay, let me break this down into a manner which is a little bit easier to understand because I needed this. Put simply, you can use the wind tunnel more if you're working on making the car's engine cooler or testing how the engine breathes in air and how it's channeled in. That means in theory, you can use the wind tunnel as much as you want to try and prevent the car from exploding. It's become clear now that that's what Red Bull has been prioritizing the most. They don't really have to worry about performance all that much, and instead, they can focus on reliability and engine cooling. Make sure the engine runs cool, and that means they can turn up the wick in performance, and therefore they can claim things back in different manners. It means you don't have to have as many cutouts on the bodywork, which disrupts the flow of air and diminishes car performance even further. So that meant as part of all of that, Red Bull could repackage the car and make things more compact in the pursuit of reliability, whilst also making the car faster. Clever! And I bet you that now this loophole has been discovered, all of the other teams are going to do that, increasing their use of the wind tunnel simply for the fact that, oh no, we just want to make our engines run cooler. That's all we want to do. But will this mean that the regulators, including the FIA and F1, close that loophole? Well, I don't think they can, because reliability is important, because if an engine goes bang, that's not really good for their sustainability record. And also costs are then increased because you have to replace the engine, then you get an engine penalty. There are multiple factors which makes this not ideal to fully close that loophole, but maybe that loophole might be tightened and the wording changed. That means you cannot really get any performance gains. It's mainly meant to keep the engine cool and not make it so that means you can then just compact the bodywork down or something like that. It's hard to say, but this is partially why the RB20 has managed to get their rivals rattled even before testing has begun. And I bet that if this car sticks to expectations, which according to the likes of Newey and Verstappen, it is doing so right now, then we might see yet another season of glory from Max Verstappen and Red Bull. But then again, we don't know what all of the other teams have got, because we have seen multiple teams hiding bits and pieces of their cars and we're not exactly sure what they're going to be running at the test and Bahrain as well. So there's a little bit of mystery there, including the likes of Williams, who are the only team, I think, have not shown their 2024 car at all, and only their livery for 2024. What are they cooking right now? We don't know from Grove. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye. <laughs>